0: Hey, what's up? Welcome back, folks. We are coming at you with another Muskie Podcast with special guest Mark Karnoski. We are going to talk some Lake St. Clair. Really looking forward to this. Always look forward to chatting with Mark and and even more so fishing with Mark. Wish that was (laughs) going to happen today. Unfortunately not. I see, Mark, you're on there. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having me on, man. Miss you guys. It's been a while.
2: I know. Robbie, what's happening? Not much. Um, yeah, just you know, 12 inches of snow this week. It's awesome. <laughs> the never-ending winter. Another of snow. 12. Oh yeah. Just I'm so sick of shoveling the deck. <laughs> I see bare grass out when I look out the window right yeah, now, Robbie. Not, not so much. Not so much <laughs> in this neck of the snecula woods.
0: Well, before we jump into it here, just a little quick public service announcement. Uh, just wanted to mention the Minnesota Muskie Expo. That is coming up this coming weekend, which is uh, March 10th, 11th, 12th. And that's at the uh, Minnesota State Fairgrounds. Looking forward to seeing all you guys out there at the show. Um, I'll have some, uh, of course, Lee Lures will be available there. Uh, got the Ninja, of course. I'll have some, finally got some 10-inch Death Paws minnows. Look at that pike pattern, pretty sick. Uh, got those. Um, even got a few 13-inch uh, Death pause minnows. So some cool, fun stuff like that. Of course, Chaos will be out there. And uh, I think actually TNA. I think, yeah, TNA is yeah, going to be yeah. there. All right. And actually, by the time this video comes out, I probably have picked up my new boat, folks. Looking forward uh, big time. As you can see, we have uh, uh, hooked up with Vexus and Mercury and Angler's Edge Marine down in uh, Loves Park, Illinois. So, uh, got some got some boat rigging to do before heading to Florida here. So, pretty excited about that. Mark, I'm going to have to bring my rig out to St. Clair maybe. Here.
1: Oh, I can't wait, man. I want to test that out, man. That's built <laughs> by the, the guys that built the best boat there is, you know.
0: So, that'll be fun. But at any rate, enough about that. Uh, let's talk some Lake Sinclair muskies with Mark here. Uh, Mark, why don't we just kind of begin, kind of tell your story. You're obviously a, a resident out there and have been since the get-go. Uh, let's hear how you got started um, okay. in the muskie guiding, or muskie fishing. We could even start uh yeah, it the goes beginning back, there. Goes,
1: yeah, it goes back way before guiding. Um, family's all, he's been into fishing, Um I've, you know, born and raised in St. Clair Shores here, you know, where you guys come. So fishing's always been a bike ride away. You know, we've always, parents have always had boats. families always had boats and fishing. Walleye was really our, as a kid, we always walleye fish And the walleye fishing was phenomenal. And then we had a, a time probably when I was, uh, you know, around the 10, 12 year age. Walleye fishing was tough, but you could catch more musky than you could uh, walleye. If that makes any <laughs> no sense. No kidding. Yeah, with the the way <laughs> the water wild. and stuff. Um, but yeah, musky got pretty good. Um, Ducci's grandpa, which was uh, my cousin, um, he was a charter captain back then, did a lot of tournaments. So, you know, we, with my dad and my uncles, you know, we always fished together at least you know three four times a year with him. And he was always the musky guy. And I remember, God, I was probably thirteen or fourteen when I caught my first musky and some good sized pike. And man, I was hooked. You know, yes, like everybody else, you know, the <laughs> teeth and the size and you know and then uh, growing up, uh, you know, first made it as a you know a time or two here when we can, you know, when you're off for summer vacation. They didn't have autopilots back then, so you know, teenagers were usually good to get yelled at <laughs> and steer a big boat, you know, keep yep. <laughs> going and stuff, you know, getting but the we weeds were... off. <laughs> oh God, yeah, <laughs> getting gonna... yelled yelled at for not cleaning the weeds or tangling stuff yep. up. You're always it was always our fault as a kid. So that's awesome. But, but you know then as college and you know an adult took a little bit of a break but still fish with family and you know then as a young adult uh, i got my first real rig and then um i think i was probably in my young mid-20s or whatever when i got my first 25 foot foot boat and you know started putting the plan together yourself because when you're fishing with somebody you know i mean it's you're you're adding to it but when you do it yourself there's a learning curve and you know your own setups and obtaining your own lures and stuff like that but uh the muskie, I just, man, I couldn't get enough of it, you know, and, uh, man, we were fishing back then, times were cheap, gas was cheap, man, we were fishing <laughs> four or five days a week, you know, the boat's close, and in the marinas, yep. and, you know, and we just fish, fished, and got really just kind of, you know, doing the trolling thing, because casting really hadn't even started out here, um, you know, and. So uh, well, wild. It's, yeah, it was a crazy thing, I mean, when I think about when uh, Mike was just a teenager, and, he was casting and some of the other guys that were like the original musky casters. I laughed at him. I'm like, why would you want to go cast when we can go troll and catch 10 of these things, you know, in a day, you know, or eight hours or whatever. And uh, it was just a different time, you know, a different illness. And, uh, you know, but I stuck with the trolling for a few more years, did some tournaments um, started guiding, you know, doing that thing and got real successful, caught a lot of big fish and won some tournaments and, you know, held some records with some big fish here and there, had some good years and, you know, then some yep. bad years. And Let's hear weeks. a
0: little more about that, some of these big fish and records yeah, well, and
1: whatnot. Trying to you know, think well, you'll all, have you to know, dig
2: up some uh, pictures for us because those yeah, are some actually. cool old
1: school. <clears throat> one, uh, here, if you could, I don't know if you can see. Oh, it, yeah, you, we can see you know, that. That yep. one was, um, you know, unfortunately, I hate back then, you know, we did, I did things a little harvest. bit. Different. Yeah. yeah, we harvest fish, you know, we ran fish. Um, you know, that's a whole nother topic. What still happens today, but right. I don't run fish. I mean, I'm hundred percent for a long time now I've been catching release, but that fish right. 2007, um, we were fishing one of the big tournaments. There actually a couple of tournaments on the lake. We were already in a place with like a 33 pounder, 34 pounder maybe. And, uh, we hit that one about eight o'clock. Um, uh, and that one came in dead at 42 pounds cause the scales had already closed on us and sure. it was just. You now it's under 42 so what was uh, the dimensions then 53 and three quarters by 26 26 okay Jeez. you know and that was an august fish so um, that's wow. that's
2: pretty impressive holy crap <laughs>
1: yeah when that one hit the floor for the first time i mean i had caught that was my first 40 pounder and um you know i mean you, you see you know 30 pounders were big 35 pounders were really a good fish back then but when that one hit the floor, good God, you know. Just,
2: <laughs> it's a total different animal. <laughs> knew that was something special.
1: Like, whoa, yeah. we're Because we, we were fishing a length tournament and a weight tournament, so we had to go to two different, I think we had to go to two different locations at the time, but, you know, the, the thing was long and heavy, and like, man, I don't even know where we're running it. We're running it somewhere, but, yeah. you know. You know, so that one held for a while, you know, as king of the lake status for a while, I think until 10 or 11 sometime, and then there was a sure. few fish bumped in there, but. Yeah, and then um, that same tournament a few years later, we got a uh, fifty-five and 7.8s that Jeez. came in at thirty-nine, just under forty pounds. That uh, okay, that was a winner, you know, for us on that tournament. Same wow. tournament that's healthy. <laughs> awesome.
2: Yeah, those so were. I mean, we those are good, good price rock. prices on those tournaments back then, right? It was pretty
1: yeah, worth doing, it, right? Yeah, they were they were cost effective. I mean, you could get yeah. into these tournaments for. 400 bucks plus your, you know, your gas and, you know, your beer and stuff, and you'd win 18, 20, you know, right. 25 million cash in an envelope.
2: Absolutely. I mean, it's, uh, it's yeah. not, you not, know. Not, not the worst not thing. Not bad weekend. Yeah. No. <laughs>
1: you know, so How there, many like, boats would be in them? 50, 45, 50? Okay. 50 okay. You know, Oh, think, wow.
0: Not that
1: yeah. many. I mean, it, yeah, I'm trying to think. might even have been more. I mean, there was a couple... Back in the big trolling tournaments, there was one always the third week of July they called Hot Rod or Muskie Bash. That one had a lot of boats for a lot of you. That was like the main one. And then there was another one on the Canadian side back then out of Bell River that those were really your only two, you know, and uh, they were pretty good. The Canadian one never really was as big as the other one, but they both they packed some boats in sure. it back then, you know.
2: You know, were, the you, trolling... were you would you guys be like on top of each other trolling?
1: Was it kind some... of like some spots yeah you'd get out mid-lake and um yeah. you you know certain guy, color or something yeah if you had a color break or if you were working you know back then electronics weren't as good as they were in on our bigger boats you know i mean nowadays we you know your bigger boat you can put side imaging and stuff like that but back then you just had a 2d you know yep. so if you seen some bait or you caught some fish and you would kind of you know really you know get dizzy you know you'd stay tight yeah. in an area or you'd work a a triangle from like the weather buoy to South Channel. you stuck in an area, you know, especially if you were catching fish and they were getting bigger. And, um, back then the middle of the lake was kind of the go-to spot for the big fish. You didn't, you had to get away from catching 15 of them that day, or, you know, some of the numbers that guys would get used to, (laughs) you know what I mean? That's crazy back then. I mean, when we did these tournaments, you'd start fishing at six in the morning and they would go till about 10 PM. And on day one, I mean, it was tough. You'd catch Fifteen to twenty-five fish. Numbers-wise, back in those days, I mean, the lake yeah. was really full of fish. Sure, you know, but you had to ride it out. Some guys would, you know, do the deep Canadian, the Thames, you know, Stony. Those those places still caught fish, but traditionally, back then, those big 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 girls came from the middle. Sure, you know, somewhere in the middle, middle, you know,
0: the middle, middle. I like that place. Yeah, I like. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it was That's good okay. to us last year. It was kind of with the water coming back down, it, uh, you yeah. know, it, uh, it's coming back. Last year was a good year. But, but going back into history, so, you know, we, we did some pretty good things, tournaments, started guiding. I mean, I think I'm at 21 years this year, 22, somewhere in there. Um, we trolled a lot, had the big boat. Um, Chrissy and I bought a uh, farmhouse. God, it was a while back. But we took a couple years off um, the big boat. We sold the big boat. Yep. Got into some property in a house, took a couple of years off. Cause I was really, um, you know, building and, you know, just really remodeling this house. So I had to take a couple of years, but it was a great opportunity. I spent that whole summer when I could fish casting. And that's when I finally made the decision. I was kind of burned out the trolling. I still love it. And, and it's supplements. I, you know, I still do trolling trips yep. now, but yep. I don't do the big boat. You know, we troll on a ranger and we make do with, yeah. you know, eight rods instead of 12 and, you know, and we get a little more beat up, but, um, you know, so that's when I really made the transition, and I think, uh, God, it wasn't too far after that when I met you guys. You know, so sure. uh, you well, know, yeah. when I, well, 2017,
2: 2018 I think that was.
1: I think maybe I I started really. I mean, I'd always casted with Mike, and you know, yeah. done you know, stuff in the fall, but that's a couple of years before that. I really, you know, just said, man, I want to figure this casting thing out. This is this is fun. This it's is fun. a new high. You know, yeah. this is something that you know. I mean, you know, when that fish hits and you set the hook and you know, and, it, and it's such a challenge to, you know, I mean, I, I look back at some of the big fish I've caught and some of the numbers I've caught. I mean, there was times trolling, if we didn't catch a hundred fish by 4th of July and you asked me how my season's going, I'm like, man, I'm having a, a bad year. I'm some off slow start, but you know, now Three you know, I, <laughs> I can remember those little fish and the crazy fish and the acrobatic fish and those things. Yeah. Cause they mean so much more, you know, cause it's a challenge. It's truly, you know, I mean, one hook set or a, Lure pop out. I mean, goes from the best day of your life to, yeah, man, I made one mistake. Dang it.
2: Right, right. You
1: know,
0: just a totally different program and mindset, and be able to see that fish come to the boat, and it just has new rewards uh, yeah. all the way around. From going from trolling to uh, to the casting
1: thing. Yeah, and, you know, and and fishing with Mike and watching like and Chris Mahan and some of those guys that yeah. I, I really fished with, and you know, back then when when the lake was you know a little bit different. You know, watching them do what they did, you know, with the figure eight and the boatside work and, and stuff like that. You know, you just oh God, I you know. That, that's cool. <laughs> you know, and you know Mike, you guys have fished with him oh, enough. Yeah. Watching him in a figure eight, he is absolutely just hootie. That yeah, guy, yeah. I mean <laughs> you too, Robbie. You are you are one of the ones too, man. I've seen you do I, some I've snuck some. <laughs> snuck some in. A um, few things here and there, you know, but yeah, you know, so it's just you get awesome. the bug and Man, I, I still, right now, I still have, you know, I'm. it's awesome to be charged up. You know, just turned 50, and, you know, I can't wait to get into muskie right now, you know. So. Yeah, for
0: sure. What about uh, the VHS? That might be kind of an interesting quick topic. Yeah,
1: yep. The lake definitely has changed, you know, in a lot of ways over the years. In, in my time, um, I want to say it was like 2005-ish, I think, is when we had the first big one. We had... You know, a winner kinda like we got right now, you know, it was wasn't much of a winner. And then yeah. I remember that year while I jigging on the Detroit River, literally, you know, the internet and stuff wasn't as big as it is now, you know, with the with you know with the Facebook and social media and yeah, stuff like that. But right. I remember that year all the guys on the Detroit River jigging and just watching these beautiful muskies dead just, just floating up. You huh. could you could not go jigging and not see one that was that many you sure. know what i mean if you went out walleye fishing for four hours and only seen one you you did good and a lot of times and it wasn't the little itty bitty fish it wasn't the monsters it was a lot of the bread and butter fish that you sure. you know we'll in, see, yeah. And <laughs> pre vhs i mean honestly we were spoiled so bad that if we didn't catch eight or ten fish on an eight hour day you know one an hour you you were kind of having a bad day. I mean I remember apologizing for trips to my clients that you know we had five fish you know like sorry guys, it was slow you know And it, today it's just it like not you're that salmon great.
2: fishing or something <laughs> right
1: you know but it, it's kind of it's ironic how it's changed Lake St. Clair. you know you take clients that have fished, you know they come out with five or six guys on a big boat and and they troll and they're used to each getting a shot or a shot or two at the rod versus today. We get a different quality of fish but we don't you know you still get a spike here and there where you get that right day and you, you get some good numbers don't get me wrong right it's still great fishing but not like those days i mean once you found a pack of hungry fish there were so many i think there were so many fish competing for bait that you could just literally you know work them That's over right. for a lot longer than you can today where weed edges bait the fade moon you know stuff really you got to pay attention to a oh, lot, lot more thing you know, to dial it in. Um, but yeah, after that year, I think it was 2006, we were lucky if we were catching two to three fish An eight to 10-hour trip. I remember a lot of my eight-hour no trip, we'd keep them out to 10 hours because we didn't have we had one fish or two fish. And it just, it wasn't, and going from the season before where it was just always used to hearing clickers scream and fish one after another, um, you know, it, it was Jeez. really, you noticed that, Wow, but then the following year, I think it was seven, when we got that fish, we noticed all of a sudden these bigger fish showed up. And sure. The caliber, the bellies, just the build of that fish was different. Because back then, I mean, you caught a thirty pound fish, you did something. I mean, it was. Mm-hmm. We didn't even really care back then, like the fifty, because you really weren't catching that many. You know, I mean, you were you were really, length here wasn't a big thing. It was always a weight thing here. Sure. So you were, you know, trying to weigh them. Oh, that was 26 or 29. And, um, you know, a lot of guys always ask me how many 50s have I caught. And and honestly, I don't know because we caught a lot of nice fish and big fish, but.
2: Weighing them
1: more. Weighing them more than we did, you know, because that was, you know, some of the clubs here, that was a thing, you know, it still is for for one club, you know, and they, that's their premise, you know, they care more Mm -hmm. about weight, which, you know, hopefully that'll change one day. Maybe they'll. Yeah, you know. yeah. yeah.
0: It probably took a fifty-inch class fish to generally weigh thirty pounds. I gotta believe.
1: Yeah, Back. pretty close to it. You know, I'm thinking forty-eight or bigger. You know, a lot of times, you know, to get to get into that thirty-pound fish. You know, but they still yeah. they didn't have that like today. You know, they just don't have that right. that build to them that they do. You know, that you get today that we get out of here. You know, the bigger heads and. You know, yeah, also.
0: I mean, you can really see it in, in the pictures and photographs and old videos. I mean, you can see the difference between the fish back pre, um, uh, pre-VHS, pre where the fish yeah. were definitely considerably thinner, but obviously the numbers were considerably higher. And then afterwards, like you said, they just filled out, and it just, you know, it was almost like Mother Nature was just really taking care of itself. Absolutely. Like it usually does.
1: Everything is cyclical to some point, you know, <clears throat> water levels and You know, and like you said, Mother Nature has a way, she knows how to balance it out, you know, and, you know, we do it long enough, we'll, we'll ride some of the waves, you know, and, and it did the fishing, you know, from back seven, I mean, it really, it ramped up again, we get, you know, it built back, it came back stronger, and we got into some really good numbers again, you know, and, in the last, God, we've had high water now, we don't now, but we had, you know, up until this, this season, this past season, I think it was about three years, we had some high, high water, which yep. higher than I've seen in a long, long time. And, you know, that changed things a little bit too. And um, last year with it coming back down for me anyway, I know some of the guys I've talked with things weren't maybe firing the same for them, but for us, um, that hey, middle, you ber- had a heck of a season.
0: Oh
1: yeah. Best, best, hmm. best season since I switched over from a big boat. Sure. To Muskie. Um, I think we had 27 over 50. With fifty three nice. and a quarter being our biggest, sure. you know, captain. Um and yeah, working and then... a
2: full time job. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah right.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, and we were, and we still managed, I think we ended up uh seventy some trips last sure. year between Walleye and Muskie. So yeah, there wasn't you know, I was glad that when Lee was at we were able to get Lee and, and Barba. I was bummed you didn't make it, but no, I was Mary. glad the wait. That worked out with Derek. He wanted. He was so excited to fish with you guys and and meet Lee. And you know, I'm glad that worked out because you know, just this calendar was just so full. Right, you know.
2: right. No, right. oh. there's only so much time in the year to make money, <laughs> especially yeah, muskie fishing. Sure. So, <laughs> yep, got to book it up. <clears throat> but, yeah, yeah, I would well,
0: say pretty much every time we've come out there, basically there's been a shot at something just insane. very cool happening. Yep. Yeah. Amazing, amazing
2: results.
1: You know, I think about that one trip we had. I mean, we were deep in the middle. That, I mean, how many fish, big fish, did we see that day? I mean, the water was—if that water would have been a little bit more stained up, then yeah. we were fighting. You know, but I mean, we couldn't find. But how many? We got. I think we got that double as a yeah. guy. Yep. That <laughs> that yeah. But I mean, how many big fish? Just, you know, I, I mean, God, stupid that day that day was and it was just so hot that day was yeah miserable, miserable. <laughs> i think lee i think you got that top water fish that day too. right away yep yeah here we go and man. we're like
2: wow this is gonna be insane <laughs> we're just gonna crush them midday on top water and <laughs> yeah. not so much yeah did you get were you able to do any top water fishing this year mark
1: um i did a little bit of things here and there you know um when I'm usually the fourth guy, I mean, I'll try to, you know, when I'm not the guy in the boat, you know, a lot of times I put the clients, you know, get them on what's been patterned the best. And then I kind of throw off a little bit or what I think to try to, you know, and depending on the caliber of who's fishing with me, I mean, Mm I, my, my clientele for the most part, you know, and I, and I think a lot to you guys, you know, um, is generally the, the more entry level, the newer guy. And then a lot of guys, I think from some of the videos and stuff, you know, they always tell me they feel real comfortable. You know, we're fun. You know us. We laugh and oh yeah, <laughs> you know, and try to get the pressure away from the fishing. You know, we want the technique and right things to do, but you know when when you're not just focused on that waiting for that bump and the you know on that hit or something, that's when the good stuff happens. You know, right. and you take that. Right. You know, so gotta have fun. You gotta have At, fun, <laughs> you know. Early on in fishing, you know, I when I got caught up in some of the club and in the tournament stuff, you know, I, I really get just so focused and kind of take the fun away. And one of my good buddies said that to me. He said, "Mark, you know, I said you're really not having fun with this, you know. You're, sure. I can see it, you know, I can see it in your body and see it in your face, you know, and your and how you talk and." You know what I mean? I re- and I really took that to heart. And then anytime I talk to him or see a post on Facebook, we always giggle. Cause I'm like, and that's true. If, if Fishing is supposed to be fun. If you're, if you're doing it and you're upset and you're kicking tackle boxes and you're just, you're not having fun, man, yep. that's the wrong reason. Cause that's the release that for me, it is, you right. know, when I'm, I'm not thinking about work and blueprints and drawings and machinery, yep. you know, quality issues. I'm thinking about fishing and having fun and, yep. you know, good stuff, you know,
0: and the people.
1: Absolutely, you know, and I mean, and you know, and that's the other thing, watching the expressions on, you know, and and I know because it wasn't just that long ago that was me. I mean, I'm not one of the guys casting on the lake that's been doing it since it started. I'm not that guy. I mean, I was trolling, caught musky, but, uh, you know, so I can relate, you know, when you miss that figure eight or you're looking away for a second and, you know, the guy, hey, there's a fish there, you know, and I don't get (laughs) mad, but, you know, I've learned some things to, to try to make that not happen and you know and work with them and you know we all start from somewhere and that's the thing you know we all see it we experience it we want to do it but we we'd all weren't great casters and we weren't great fishermen and we all learn from somewhere so we got to start at the beginning you know and, and have fun
2: yep keep the pressure off keep it fun no that's a great way to look at it um yeah no doubt that's cool
0: so what about okay? Let what, I'm sure there's guys out there waiting to hear uh, some good technical stuff and some technique and some uh, uh, patterns of the lake. Um, you know, why don't you just give us kind of a brief run through of maybe a, a okay. typical season and and what what you like to do at what time right. of year? And... Well,
1: it's kind of funny, you know, and and I've gotten lucky. I have you know, done some of the PMTT, have come to Minnesota and fished a lot, fish some other waters. Cave Run. I think my first ever casting fish was Cave Run, um, with a guy out there with Muskies Inc. But um, it's funny is a lot of guys are like, how do you pick a spot on Lake St. Clair? Like, you know, we take off in the boat and you know we go for thirty minutes or thirty-five minutes to the other side of the lake, and they're like, why did you decide to stop here? You know, there's yeah, nothing. Nothing. You know, <laughs> there's nothing. And then I say the same thing to some of the other guys. I'm like, you know, when I go to Wisconsin, I see rocks and I see, you know, some points. Right. They got weeds, and I'm like. Oh my God. How do you guys know? Sure. How do you do it? You know, you fish, you know, you put some time in. Um, but one of the biggest things, you know, St. Clair's a bowl. Um, you know, you got shallow, you got deep for me, honestly. Um, and I was talking with one of my other charter buddies, we were talking about this uh, actually yesterday, you know what I mean? And he's kind of converting a little bit from, uh from the big boat trolling and he wants to get into some casting and stuff like that. And, you know, and it's funny when you're on the big boat, you really, you pay attention to bait fish. And back then, like I said, we didn't have the electronics. So you weren't focused on a lot. You kind of focused on watercolor and you focused on bait. And then, you know, usually the muskie showed up. Um, for me now, um, I pay a lot more attention to my electronics more than anything. So if we're ripping across the lake and I see some bait and slow down, the watercolor looks good you know, or we see, I see a lot of weeds, you know, especially when you're getting to the end of June and getting into the 4th of July and those weeds are really starting to get up. Like we've seen at Stony and stuff like that. Sure. That's when you start paying attention to where those weed edges are. And, uh, you know, and, and for us still on St. Clair, I'm, I do the drift, you know, I mean, I, unless it's flat calm that we use a trolling motor, but Right. for me, the biggest thing is, I mean, on St. Clair, if you find bait, you find some weeds, some current, even, um, Lake St. Clair is loaded. There's muskies. There's really probably no bad spot that you could honestly stop and cast them a bait. Right. And if you stay there long enough, you know what I mean? I mean, there's just some things that are going to speed up and maybe at the right places at certain times, you know, um, you know you're, you're, you're going to do better, like the middle of the lake. But, you know, like this year, for whatever reason, evenings in mid-lake wasn't what mornings were, you know, so sure. just sure. putting some time in and knowing when to be when somewhere. To, Yeah, when to be and when to move and, you know, like I think even with Lee, we had that great morning and then they just disappeared on us. But we had to take a move to, you know, quite a big move to to get something to happen.
0: Yeah, and then later in the day, it, it came down to finally getting some wind to come along and kick up again. I know it was real flat the one part of the one day.
1: Oh, that yeah, was hot, man. Thank God for that oh. umbrella you had.
0: Yeah, yeah, Barb brings the umbrella. was like I was hiding under it and drinking Gatorade. Oh, it, that, that was the hot. The bigger the lake, the hotter it gets, it seems like, out there.
1: I think I passed off, slept there for about 20 minutes. And it, oh, that was <laughs> hot, you know, but, but yeah. yeah. But no,
0: The wind currents, I mean, for sure, that got the fish going again, and that seems like uh, nine times out of ten what we're concentrating on out there seems to be some sort of wind-induced current where you've right. got uh, a color change and, and you'll notice these foam lines where you get the, you know, the bubble action will all kind of concentrate on those seams. And uh, just like out in the ocean where you get, you know, the the ocean weeds floating out there and there's, you know, dal mahis hanging on a, you know, a line as well. It seems like really similar.
1: Yeah. Ocean's a musky, right? <clears throat> That's ocean's
0: right. St. Ma- <laughs> Clair. One no, of oh, no, the most unique places. <laughs>
1: it's funny how the wind there, you know, I mean just watching a graph and having the graph at your feet all the time and really paying attention, you know, in between casts and putting that puzzle together when things change and, and doing stuff. And then when you start to see the bait and start to see things and that and that's one thing I think um, the electronics today, you know, really help, you know, narrow that down. You know, If, if you just can't be scared of it, you know, you got to push the buttons and learn how to use it and Yes. not not make it a set it and forget it kind of thing you know use it as a tool you know
0: so for spring of the year when when does it really kind of get going where it's somewhat consistent for you and you're starting to get fish regularly uh when is that typically
1: mark well you know so the canadian side's the first saturday in june is when the season opened michigan we've got a weird you know different thing a couple of years back they there were some changes made. It used to be the same thing. We patterned each, each other. Well, now you have December 15th through that first Saturday in June, you have catch an immediate release. I mean, and, you know, I mean, you can still fish for them. Most of the guys that I know, the good guides, the, you know, no, everybody leaves them alone. We got enough walleye and bass. and We got things keeping us busy to get us into June. But um, this year for me, um, I kind of changed my tactic a little bit. Um, And I kind of, I, I kind of followed the walleye, to be honest with you, you know, I mean, I stuck where the bait was, um, and kind of just targeted the, the bigger fish and we right out of the rip, man, we had, um, I guess some good clients that fish with me opening day, opening weekend. And we had a little debacle, but my first fish of the year was probably pushing 52. I mean, (laughs) just, and we hadn't seen a lot of action. Um, and then I think actually, you know, Mike and I, Mike had a couple buddies that, you know, were friends of friends and we were all kind of working together and I think they got a 52 or 52 and a half that That same that day. I think, you know, so we were kind of, you know, right out of the rip um, on some pretty big fish versus maybe kind of going to some regular places, trying to find some little bit of weeds or trying to find some different water temps and things. But, um, yeah, knowing no, where what, the food what kind
0: is. Of, what kind of water were those fishing, or would you rather not
1: say? Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm kind of curious. <laughs> That's, okay. Yeah. That's okay.
2: Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> we get it. You know. That's the beautiful uh, thing about doing that walleye guiding, I'm sure, in the spring, you can probably, you're probably marking muskies with them,
1: I would imagine. Catching them, catching them too. Usually, yeah. Yeah. you can tell when when we're, you know, because I'll do the Detroit River um, late March till about mid-May and then I I just as much as I love jigging and I love doing it the crowds and the people I'm kind of burned out and being a troller I love running crankbaits for walleyes I call it bobber fishing for adults because it's fun (laughs) you know you got two three of them going at a time net, and it's just fun you know and um and honestly for me that's when I'm kind of really paying close attention and yep. see how many bandits and flicker minnows I'm losing because the must <laughs> see that board take off. Like, yep. It, you grab it. She gone, you <laughs> yeah, know, right, I was right. a muskie, you know, so that's kind of honestly the kind of builds me into my right into kind of what to do, you know, kicking it off in June. Sure.
2: No, that makes total sense.
1: You know, and then from there as the weeds, you know, weeds start to populate, you know, but usually father's day, if we get some warm, we get some warm June days, you know. By the time you kick into, you know, June and third week of June, I mean, you're you're on the yeah, you know, cold. the fish on the river. Everything's kind of in full swing. Water temperature yeah. off, everything's good, you know. Everything's firing on all eight cylinders. So, what
2: was yeah, the what, worst? What type Or no, well, you I was going to say it was a dumb
0: question. Well, well oh, <laughs> no, there's no dumb question. No, I know, I was I know. just going to ask what type of baits uh, you were using in that June time frame.
1: Well, I'm a Medusa guy. I'm a chaos guy. I mean, I love their stuff, you know, and everything that they do for me. And I can't thank them enough, so I'm just biased. I always start with that stuff, you know. So yeah. the funny thing is this year – so, you know, I mean, I love a Poseidon. You know, I mean, you just yep. can't do wrong with a Poseidon. And this year, for whatever reason, it was – it wasn't – not mean, the program. It was not the program. They wouldn't touch it. I mean, normally, you know, especially with new guys and trying to get them – doing a figure eight, you know, i yep. swim baits so is such an effective bait. Mm-hmm. I can get them some action. I can get them doing the right things, you know, but this year, I mean, it was I felt bad cause it just wasn't, but deuces and you know, your, your pounders and, and big stuff were really bucktails too. This year was really a great bucktail. Um, Early. you know, I mean, in the last couple of years, I've really, I mean, I really gotten a good, good blade bite you know um really i've stuck with them a little bit more in the right times and even in the times i thought maybe it wasn't a blade it turned out it wasn't you know
2: sure um but nothing more exciting than a st clair follow on but on a bucktail so (laughs) freaking weird those fish are just some of the most just coolest animals that you can fish for they don't act like a northern wisconsin muskie i'll tell you that much No. (laughs) they're 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 an ocean fish i mean they got to swim fast oh yeah they're, they're built for speed it's a totally different animal um, if you guys have not done it, do it. Um, you know, these fish are just getting bigger every year. It seems like. Yeah.
1: No, right? we've got some good fish and this year was some good numbers. It was finally nice to see a couple guys got some big, big, you know, got some double nickels and oh I've yeah. got some good fish, you it's know, good, and... it's
2: great to see. It doesn't matter if you're catching them or whatever. You just knowing that, uh, there's some up, upper end fish in there. Just crazy. Yeah. I it, mean, it'll yeah. be yeah. interesting. It, 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 it,
1: if we could get a few more changes on the lake, we could, I, I think, honestly, we're on the cusp of truly yep. Lake St. Clair could, could be really phenomenal, you know, and I don't want to cause get, a bunch of, get into the know, politics
2: but, of, the, get into the politics
1: the and, the <laughs> and all that stuff, you know, this
0: transportation. Yeah. yeah well, I don't you know. Know,
1: and, and I'm not totally dogging on them because yeah, you, I yeah. was once that guy, you know, what there, mean? Yep. I've done it. I'm not a hypocrite, you know what I mean? But I can change and and I remember some early on, you know, some of the muskies inks folks. And I was very big when we, uh, me and a few guys, quite a few guys got the Lake St. Clair chapter 58. We brought muskies ink to Lake St. Clair. I got, I was on the board for a little bit, you know, and muskies zinc, and really got to learn muskies. So that changed me, you know, because it's like St. Clair is a small piece. It's a phenomenal place. It does some very unique things, but muskie everywhere else is, you know, it's something you got to build, you know, and you know, with, you know, some of the phenomenal waters, you guys have fished and things you've done and things, see things change, but it just, I wish we could get, you know, just have the conversation with some of these folks and get them mm-hmm. to, to understand that, you know, it's, you know, weight is nothing. I mean, weight doesn't really mean anything. I mean, it's, they, it could not eat a sucker and it could be a difference of a 36 to a 33 pounder. You know what I mean? it doesn't a valid mean point. Anything. Yeah. You know, and 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 if we, I think honestly, because the fish that they're running are the bigger ones and not yeah, the little ones, and the stress, and you're doing it in July and August, and you know, man, you you handle them wrong, we're a couple two extra pitchers, and you got to spend forty five minutes on the side of the boat, really getting that fish to take. So yeah, you've seen it. <laughs> you know, and, and I just think we're on the cusp of really could do some mad. Lake St. Clair could be, you know, I know guys go to other bodies of water for that absolute. Monster, but yeah, I'm not yeah. saying that they're not here. There, there, there's some pretty phenomenal fish here. But I think to I've, get, I've seen you know, one. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, that one, that one. That was a stud. I don't but know where he came from, but I want to see more of them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just want to do whatever you know, and, and it's the same thing. like hunting here in Michigan. You know, they're allowed to kill two bucks, so we don't see big bucks. I mean, some yeah. guys do. Browning out, I mean? start the average deer hunter. You know, so if you stop taking them, what's going to happen? You're going to grow some bigger bucks, you know, right. and it, it just depends on what, what your game plan is. So, yep. like I said, I don't want to turn it into a bashing by any means because, right. you know, I mean, I've got buddies that do it and they know where I stand and we have that conversation. But, you know, hopefully let's face day-
0: it, those big giant muskies, those are great grandma muskies. They Absolutely. are delicate fish.
1: And I, and I put it in a conversation, um, cause I still do some big boat trolling. and I do a couple tournaments with my buddies and every now and again, even though it's, it's still not my favorite thing to do. I mean, but I still like to relax and kick back, run a bunch of Yo, rides yeah. and just, you know, and, and have that fun. But, you know, and the, and the thing that we're talking, like we were talking about, we had my, uh, one of my best friends, uh, kid, um, fishing with us. He did, he did his first tournament with us and, uh, he's like 15, you know, going on and that he's been fishing with us since he was in diapers, you know, Sure. And, uh, you know, thinking about it, you know, some of these small fish and, that, and that's the thing that scares me is we haven't seen these 30 inch fish, like mm-hmm. these little whippersnappers. I mean, I honestly had one day trolling where we had over 50 fish in eight hours and we netted probably three of them because they were so small. And wow. honestly, we're not seeing that. So that scares me. And, and we had the conversation on the boat and I'm like, man, these fish that we're seeing, I mean, I was his age when that fish, you know what I mean? It's yeah, taken it that long, you know, so. The small fish that, that we just threw back, maybe a 35 incher, I'm probably not going to be here when that fish gets 50. I'm not going to be casting a pounder of Husky do so, you know, for sure. Right, they, right. You know, and that's the mindset. You know, people got to realize, you know, getting them to that caliber it's a is special just. Special animal. Absolutely, you know.
2: I mean, geez, that 50, what, yeah, it was 57 inches. Uh, what was that, three years ago that was caught out of there? Um, that thing looked healthy still.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah,
2: you know, which is so amazing. <laughs> right, what really can they get to? What can they get to without you know, what what actually lives in there?
1: <laughs> and that's the thing is, I mean that that fish. I mean, and there's not been anything to touch that fish, and you know, since that fish, you right. know what I mean. And I want to see more guys get closer. I mean, I caught my 50, uh, 56, or god, that was two thousand and nine, I think ten yeah. somewhere in there. And I mean, I've caught a couple. 54, you know, not seeing – I want to see those big, big fish. I mean, I've gotten a couple nice, nice upper fish, but not like – I mean for the amount of fish that's in Lake St. Clair, you right. know what I mean? And there should be, you know –
0: Consistent 55s, you know. You would
1: think. And, th- and this year was good because the year before was a lot of 47, 48, 49-inch fish. A lot of fish we pull out of the net and mm-hmm. put them on the board like, oh, that was close, you know. Yeah. And then this year, you know, we, see, we, we seem to just inch over – and you know we had some you know so that that the fish grew right right uh, and we also had a lot of fish in that forty five to forty seven inch class that that are backing it up so there's there but where's that little class where's the, sure. I think there's going to be there's going to be a hump there coming there I think we're going to go and then there's going to be a downturn because sure. I'm just my gut tells me i may not know nothing i know nothing about nothing or you're just
2: on big fish spots mark come on let's face it (laughs) (laughs) right
1: (laughs) Us part-time guys you know we don't get out there enough you know know, we
0: don't know nothing yeah maybe all the runts they're living up in the loon somewhere (laughs) yeah you don't know really i mean (laughs) who
1: knows they're not ready
2: for the for the mid-lake you know right um and and
1: that's the other conversation you you think about we were three three and a half feet above where we normally are and think about you know how many how big lake st Clair is the, how oh, much water it got that grew so you know the other thing we had a conversation was did these fish go somewhere else you know did sure. they were able to get and now they just haven't come back me you know so this year i'm really excited to see so yeah. you know now that the water levels have come back to statistically where they should More be normal. Yep, you know now, I mean, now with a
2: with a bunch of tigers now. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> that's really yeah, interesting. So, so check
1: this fact out. So <laughs> twenty seven fish over fifty this year, and statistically, we all I look back at all my books, and normally we run between ten and fifteen tigers a year. We didn't catch one. I, my boat anyway, not yeah. one tiger. Weird. No Weird. kidding. Absolutely, and I don't know. You know, I always go back to my. I mean, I've got date books going back. You know, fifteen years. Sure. You know water temps and sun and tried as much information and you know i'm in the process of putting some stuff in actually in an excel sheet so sure i don't have to thumb through catalog you know calendars anymore but uh and and kind of look at it and see if it paints a bigger picture but history does you know so it's kind of neat
2: yeah i mean there i don't think there's a better place other than you know you know reservoir fisheries and you know, out west or whatever in Utah and Colorado to actually catch you know a, a tiger muskie that's over forty eight inches, <laughs> right, right. and then Lake Saint Clair right now. So I mean, it, it is cool, but yeah, it's it's weird though. That's I thought you got one or a couple this year, but I guess it didn't seem.
1: I think we got I think we got one on, on trolling trolling on a sure. big boat, but I, I like on my boat. You know, as far as and and I don't like to add those numbers in. You know, a lot of times, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So. But you know, yeah, for on my on the Ranger, we didn't. I don't think we put a tiger in the boat, you know. Interesting.
2: It's just, it's Which so I wasn't bad.
1: complaining. Everybody, you know, we were doing pretty good with good sized fish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just I let that roll, you know. Yep. Yeah, because we it's... even had, I think, we had a few days, quite a few days with multiples. You know, I think we had, we could, we had one day we could have done four fifties casting, and wow. we uh-huh. we had one, we had a forty-eight in the net, and I couldn't get. The fish. I'm trying. He it, it hit relatively close to the boat. He did everything he could to keep it pinned and keep it on, and thumbing it and doing everything. And then when I tried to, I finally said, "Heck with it! I'm not going to get this out. I'm just going to grab it." I it got caught in my live scope pole, and oh. uh, you know, it just you know the the shit show. That Disaster. Transpired.
2: Well, when when that feeding window's on, Saint Clair, it's uh, it's and,
1: on. <laughs> and the, the best thing about that whole trip was, so we had caught one. That would have been our second. Um, the client lost his mind. You know, he's just, he can't even talk. I literally uh, had like, whack, whack, whack. Like, <laughs> you're biting. You Cat. He made yeah. three pass and put a 51 in the boat. Oh,
2: man. Oh, that's so awesome. You know,
1: and it's just like, you know, it was like, a,
2: wow. <laughs> yeah, what's happening? <laughs> but, that's know, amazing. Like, wow. That's man. awesome.
1: Yeah, when was a-
2: that, Mark?
1: that was july that was like middle yeah, july that was sure. kind of just in going into summer you know kind of like i said it was weird this year we had big fish right out of the rip normally for me statistically we catch fish we do good but the big fish don't come till sure uh for me really till we get into the mid july going into yeah labor day you know as far as the summer big fish but this year we were just right out of the rip you know that's cool that is awesome
0: <laughs> so summertime Lake St. Clair muskie's is it, that's probably your favorite time cuz it's the most yeah. reliable. Fish. All my
1: all my big fish have always come the first 2 weeks of August. Like and when I look back it's just a call out of fish in other times in June, July. Yep. But when you look at the windows of the numbers when you start really, you know, statistically, you know, even trolling was always you know, you had that kickoff. We always did that tournament the third week of July, and we always did the other tournament the second. So we always spent a ton of time in there. But that's usually when, you know, the first tournament would kick off some, you know, the big fish mid-lake would start to heat up and then, you know, going on and then it just it rolled until, until the temperature started to drop until we got into Labor Day and beyond, you know, but, um Yeah. Ugh.
0: So tell the folks at home, I, there's, you know, a lot of people obviously uh, listening and watching that have not been to St. Clair, which get out there. What are you doing? You got to go try it. um, At any rate. Um,
1: I mean, it's a great, it's a bucket fish place. I mean, you know, yeah, definitely. I mean, especially if you, you know, if you're new and you don't be afraid, you know, come on out, you know, I mean, and I know it's a lot of water and, and, the one thing that I try to pride myself on is growing the sport. You know, um, you come out and fish with me, there's not nothing you can't ask me. There's nothing I won't tell you right. if you ask it, you know what I mean? And I'll try to help everybody out as much because, I mean, muskie's a small market. You know, I want to see see this sport grow and get bigger and bigger, and it has. You know, I mean, look at St. Clair now. I mean, look how many people you go out there. Everybody wants cast. Nobody really – I mean, they're still the guys that, you know, like yeah. the big boat control, you know, yeah. but – the casting is definitely it's on here, you know everybody yep. the cast
0: so the one thing I always find interesting about there is how much the fish like the lures, the baits, high in the water column. I think that's the most fascinating thing to me when fishing out there. Um, uh, I know when we were out there last uh, last summer, mark, uh, we were doing good on the double yeah. uh, 910 boiler maker. I think' fire. Uh, those fish, like, I mean, we're in like 15 to 20 plus feet of water and that bait is literally an inch under the surface. I'm basically bulging it and they're just smacking it right on top of the water. And I know when you guys like to work medusas, um, it, that medusas often in that top, you know, three feet of the water column, regardless of how deep a water you're in. I think that's really interesting. And I think a lot of people may not understand that out there well, and... well
1: you think about it and one of the things i comment to guys you know you know and, and it's funny when i when when you get guys in the boat and you, you kind of give them you know what works for me you know i'm kind of giving them yep. tips i kind of like this cadence and and everybody kind of has a little different cadence i mean i learned i mean like robbie's got a very unique cadence and you know i've sometimes when he's you know fishing with us and he's hot you know everybody tries to change and do sure. that but one thing i notice a lot of times is you know, especially we're in that deep water, people just automatically think they have to fish him on the bottom.
2: And right.
1: you know what I mean? And you don't, you know, I mean, you think about it. And the one comment I always make to my clients is I'm like, Hey guys, you're right there on the bottom. I'm right here. That's the distance from the bottom of the not lake right. to the top. It's not that far. It's you three know? fish lengths. <laughs> right. You know, and if you think that muskie can, I mean, depending on the watercolor and the bait. So, I mean, if he's up three feet chasing these, the fish and you start seeing them rise, I mean, why would you, you know what I mean? And I think that's some of the, the problems, I think, guys, it's just, you know, we do it and we don't even know we're doing it, you know, and, right. you know, and there's times to fish them low and then there's times to fish them high, but when they're up and, and you're in a spot and they're active and they're there, yeah, you, you know what I mean? get so, them up and then I mean, nothing works better, yeah. than pusa, you know?
0: I don't know how many times, you know, you throw out and it's the first, three cranks of the reel you've got the fish on your bait hasn't went anywhere down yeah. in the water column
1: that so. and i laugh when i first started casting that was one of the things man ducci used to make fun of me so bad because i'd set the hook and you know to me i i didn't know if the bait was followed up you know what i mean sure. in my mind i'm like that bait just splashed the water how can that <laughs> fish be on that Not thing it. that fast you know you and you didn't hit him in the head you know he right. had to it has made a splash you charge it smoked it, you know, and you're up trying to figure out what's going on. So he said, like, why cool. don't you yell you had a fish? I didn't know I had a fish. I thought maybe it was a dog <laughs> ball and I didn't want to be you laughing at me because you know, I told you to get the net for a dog. Right, ball. right. <laughs> That's awesome. Good times. Yeah.
2: I know that
0: was the case when we were out there, like all the fish I had on the Boilermaker were boom, way up high. Yeah. That top six inches of the water column. Um, you know, we've had some surface bait action out there at times. It's, It's not good all the time, but, uh, you know, uh, and then, like, it it seemed like when the windows of the activity would kind of cease and get a little slower and the follows would get a little slower. That's, I know, back when we were using the trilogy, you know, Robbie, you were kind of counting that thing down and letting it get a little further down.
2: When it was slow. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Right.
1: I mean. And I still, and and I can't wait to get the ninja. Cause that thing's gonna crush it on Saint Clair, you know what I mean? I'm oh, glad. Can't wait. I'm, you know, we talked about this, you know, and when you were, yeah. you know, somebody needed to do it. I mean, it's it's unfortunate with the trilogy, but you know, and that I think this is that you did a nice job on that, and that's gonna do it. And that's the thing when you can slow roll that thing and let it do different things. God, that's just money, you know.
2: Yeah, when they're not firing, firing, doing something a little right. bit different is, you know, yeah. not, or I mean, you're always fishing with multiple people in the boat, so I mean that's a nice right. thing with, you know. Guiding and whatnot you can kind of figure out what's what's kind of happening during the day
1: You know and for me when I really kind of fell in love with the trilogy and it was You know bucktails are work, you know, you've got two sides of the coin where people say if you're not Struggling to to pull that bucktail and you're not pulling it fast enough and then you got you know You use some of the slower, you know some of the slower gear ratios So you're not beating yourself up, you know, and so you got both sides of it and the nice thing with the trilogy was a little easier to pull but, you know, you get that fish to come in, and especially with new guys and bucktails and you're fishing, you know how weedy we get, you yeah. know, and you try to bring it around and hang it and they stall the blades and it's game over. You know, yeah. at least with something like that, it's, continu- It's you, you don't, yeah. I think it gives you a, a little bit of an advantage, you yeah. know, you, you can, you know, especially in a figure eight, if you're not strong, I think you have a better, you know, chance, percent, yeah. chance you know, and, and not losing, you know, maybe a one fish day or two fish day versus a no fish day, so... Mm-hmm. The other
0: bait that seemed to shine uh, when those fish would kind of get a little slower or not as willing to chase uh, was the Poseidon. I know, you know, where Robbie and I came from fishing that bait was typically uh, getting the thing down deeper and a lot more slower, steady cadence than what you guys typically do on Lake St. Clair. And there were times when Robbie and I were getting all the bites on the Poseidon because we got that thing down six, seven feet or so. And then uh, you know during the times that they weren't aggressively totally chasing, you know, it. yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I mean that yeah. was that that was that's fun. That's what's so I fun always... about
2: yeah fishing with different yeah. fishing in different areas and how we're all so different. Um, yeah, yep. we're all the same yeah, it's such a beautiful thing. Yeah,
1: and that's one thing and I'll tell you with the live scope that's really I think has helped me. You know, I mean I know there's pros and cons people. Yeah, you know, you know there's that debate with it, but for me, really watching what my clients are doing watching and seeing what that bait where that bait is you know what i mean and and especially if i got a guy that or a girl that you know maybe having a little different and i want that bait to be higher but they're having difficulty now i can change the, the tackle sure to kind of compensate now i can make sure but i can see that so a lot of times for me that's what i'm paying attention or if i can see maybe a fish lock on you know hey you got something you get you pick it up pick it up you know what i mean and cool you know will yeah. help you out too you know and I think for somebody that's starting out, you know, that's, you know, it's, it's not a save all. I mean, some guys think, Oh God, they just jump in the boat, you know, and yeah. you know, we, we put it in the water. I don't know how many times, I mean, I, I wait, they haven't jumped in the boat yet, you know, <laughs> but um, it's life. just another tool to help you, you know, and if yeah. you're learning it's, it's something that, you know, if you want that bait, because what we think that bait does sometimes isn't what that bait does. Right. Sure. You know,
0: And a lot of it even has to do with how fast you're drifting towards your bait and the currents and everything.
1: Yeah, and I've used it quite a bit with walleye and that too, you know, paying attention, you know, to what some of the cranks do and stuff like that. Really, It's amazing, you know. You know
2: exactly what your depth curve is (laughs) with that thing, I'm sure. Yeah,
1: that's cool.
0: So your favorite summertime St. Clair tactic lure to use out there, what? Uh,
1: if i if i had anything would be you know i mean I, my favorite time favorite if you put it all into perspective i would say first two weeks of august medusa or big big rubber husky or a bucktail mid lake man yeah. you know get out there early get out there before everybody else when it's a little dark you know it's you know how we you know me i'm usually the first one at the oh, yeah oh but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get out get it you know and uh mark's roll. knocking
0: on the door get <laughs> yeah. up Dark. Yeah, he's like he's a go. good alarm
1: clock. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: I
2: I don't think I ever get. Uh, that's probably the fastest I get ready in the morning is when I got Mark knocking on the door, like oh crap. <laughs> yep. Okay. Time to go. <laughs> time to roll. Time to roll. Yeah.
1: Because they're probably
0: biting. This, they're always biting when as soon as right you get out the there. Bat, it seems yeah. like. Yeah.
1: You know, and this year was even like for me, like the mornings were money. You know. Um, sure. You know, it was. You know, don't and then, miss it. You know, it's like yeah. So you just get charged. You know, the tough thing is, you know, programming yourself to, uh, to go to bed early all summer long. You know, you want to have a bonfire, play some cornhole, or right. do something. Stay up, have a few pops, and uh, nope, gotta no. yeah, go to bed. Yeah.
2: <laughs> okay. I got so a that's. Question. Oh yeah. You go. Oh yeah. Go ahead. I, go I got a question, Mark. What's uh, you know, St. Clair is like one of the you know biggest musky lakes you can fish. What's one of your craziest? uh storm kind of like oh crap moments you've had in the boat on i mean you've have how many years on this lake there's got to be one event that was like oh my goodness this is bad
1: <laughs> well I, I can tell you i, I can tell you two. you know and it, what's the biggest wave you think lake st clair would ever produce i don't know i mean it's I, shallow I've water seen, <laughs> i've seen no doubt seven footer, Yeah, you know, and maybe and a couple in there, you know, cause like a lot of times when we would do those, those midsummer tournaments, you know, you're out there five o'clock in the morning, you're not coming. Some of them used to even go around the clock. If I remember like, so we'd fish till 11, you know, and then hours of sleep and go back out there. But in that summer with that heat, you always get those pop-up storms. And so many times my wife called me, you know, Oh my God, you know, and you can always see it on St. Clair. You know, you right. can see the storms coming, yeah. and and it's good and it's bad, right? You see the storm, and usually a lot of times it'll bounce, it'll go south, or it'll go north, and you're like, yeah, cool. But usually when they don't do that, and you get you're in the doozy of it, you know, <laughs> um, you're usually in for a good time. But uh, there was a t- uh, one of the years, like I probably after, I think it was the year after the big fit, maybe eight or nine. My wife was like, you know, I want to do one of these tournaments with you. It looks like fun. You guys just get drunk and have a good time. Well, maybe. <laughs> come on, you know, yeah. and, uh, and we had a good, a good, uh, good team. And like, we literally, I think from the from like nine o'clock on, we were, we had a good window. We were catching, the tunes are jamming. We were having fun and we could yep. see the storm kicking up and kicking up. And uh, I was radioing one of my buddies cause he had radar and he was kind of keeping in tune, you know, and, all of a sudden we're kind of you know, it get dark and we're looking and we're all on the side of the boat like Forrest gump. Go, what is that? <laughs> and it was like sixty mile an hour winds coming at us. I'm like, what is that? And it was just the white water coming at us. Oh so. yeah. my god. And I'm like, man, my buddy didn't call me. Well, his big tiara was flipped around. The wind had caught him and flipped him around and he had his planer boards into props and lose. Oh you know, my he didn't get a hold of gosh. me because it was a fire drill. Yeah. But yeah, we got 12 rods out, and all of a sudden we're in, you know, we went into some big waves and My 30-foot boat, literally, we'd go up a wave and come down, and that second wave would roll right over the bow, over the top. Bilge pumps are going. Yeah. And uh, it washed my anchor off the bow, and it was dangling. So now I'm waiting for this anchor to start coming off and (laughs) – I, I look for my wife, and I think she's my girlfriend at the time. And I'm like, she's down in the bathroom yakking. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and she's an adrenaline junkie. She skydives, bungee jumps. She does yeah. all kinds of things. Snowmobiles, loves going 100 miles an hour motorcycle. You know what I mean? And she's down in there yakking, and <laughs> it was complete chaos. And uh, my buddy's on the bow. He's got the anchor. We got waves coming. I mean, complete. I mean, we scared, but I mean, you were on point. And yeah luckily nothing bad had happened. major just a but, good story yeah. <laughs> There's a couple of those you know and yeah. then i think two years ago or no last it was like no two couple of years ago three years ago my buddy scott it's kind of funny he went to a, he got out of a little boat went to the big boat and he's always fishing me on the big boat and so it's kind of nice be you know and uh we got one of the big tournaments we got caught in it the same thing and you know i see him at the wheel i'm like you want me to drive and he was sure enough and uh, I, you know, jump in there and we literally just had to pull all the gear and just go just with burning. it. And I tried to go pro with me because we were doing some filming and it just stunk that it didn't it had do it justice. Yeah, it you know, never does. We, it never does. Literally, you know, and there was a funny thing is we went by it mean, it was storming real bad and we just rode it out. And, you know, and I passed the guy. I can't remember which guy, which charter guy it was, but there was a guy in our 621 out there. And I'm thinking we're in a 31 foot C Ray. You know, dealing with these Ugh. 6 and I'm thinking, man, them guys, that can't be fun. in the. There's
2: no way. <laughs> that's that's dry. <laughs> that's awesome. You know. Yeah, that's but a yeah, big lake. Big, big water. Ugh. You get
1: a couple. and You know, it's shallow, so it kicks up, and, you know, yep. we deal with the chop all the time. So it doesn't take long, you know. Next minutes. Thing you know, minutes, that's right? And the next thing you know, and you're in some big waves.
0: <laughs> yeah, seven foot. That was about my guess what that lake could probably do.
1: Yeah, I've been on Erie and Lake Michigan with some, you know, a lot bigger than that salmon fishing or walleye fishing to get caught and stuff. But sure. as far as St. Clair goes, you know, yeah, uh, the, the good thing is too with clients and stuff we're usually most of the guys, I mean, even you know, all the charter guys, usually most of them are out there when everybody's out there, you know, and everybody's pretty good about that. So if something's kicking up, right. you know, usually guys yeah. are watching out for each other, and that, that's really nice, you know. Yep, that's cool. But at the end of the day, we got to get home, you know, yep, it's not worth it. <laughs>
0: So moving on to fall St. fishing, let's uh, maybe chat a little about that.
1: Oh but... yeah. Yeah. I mean, fall fishing is definitely, uh, things have changed a little bit, you know, since like when, when, when we first fished together and you know, you guys, I think first started coming out here, I mean, man, the, the Bay was just the spot to be, you yep. know, that was always a parking lot out there. It was always 40 boats on a Saturday or Sunday in November and, um, just been hit or miss. You know, I thought maybe this year, yeah. you know, we, you know, it would, uh, it would pay out. And it did. We got, I think we got one or two over 50 out of there, Sure, but not like the days that it we was. were used to, to and, and even seeing the fish and you'd get, you'd get out there and you'd have a day where you finally five or six, move some fish, you know, really had some good numbers and some good activity. Like, yeah, it's back. It's here. And then you go out there two okay. days and next two days and you're like, where, huh. where did they go? Sure. You know, and not, and not well, Maybe it
0: was that high water thing still kind of maybe a factor.
1: I think so cuz there was a couple other spots that um you know they've kind of gone hand in hand, you know what I mean, um that have changed changed up a little bit here yep. and there, you know, and you know it's just, you know. It going is. back think,
0: to the the 41 bites weekend we had with you at uh that was Labor Day weekend what yeah. 3 years ago?
1: I think it's longer mm-hmm. than that, now. I think
2: 4 no, years. 2019, yikes. 2019 yeah,
1: yeah. was COVID, so it had to be 18. Yeah, yeah, yeah that it was in sense. my old 620. So yeah, yeah, I, that's, that's a, long been time a few years go. now.
2: Yeah,
0: Forty-one <laughs> musky bites in one weekend <laughs> casting. That was I, if you I, haven't you know, and, and as
1: much, much as I, I love hate that video. You know, because sometimes <laughs> you know what I mean. I mean that you know, and, and there was four of us fishing in a 620. You know, we <laughs> were elbow to elbow. Robbie, I think he stood on a on a lake. A little
2: Lakewood, boat. yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: And that was just crazy. I mean, every minute there was a fish coming yeah. here and there and oh. everywhere. And, nope. you know, unfortunately, some of the viewers and stuff, I mean, that doesn't happen often. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. <laughs> we just, yeah. magic, yeah. magic happened.
1: And that's the oh, tough yeah. thing when you get the new guys and they've seen that video or something, you know, and they think, wow, oh, you know, I'm coming to St. Clair because they're just going to jump in the boat. And, right. It's so still I mean, musky fishing. Still musky fishing. You know, I mean, there are days that... When, when St. Clair opens her magic, it does some things that maybe other bodies of water maybe yep. don't do as often. Right. But, right. you know, you guys know, you guys have fished enough to know, I mean, it's still yeah. must fishing. there's no doubt about it. You know, you gotta, you know, capitalize when you can and, you know, mm.
2: no doubt about that. What a cool place. I can't wait to get back. I yeah. I hope uh... you're coming
1: back this year, Roberto, man. Come yeah, on. We
2: gotta, we gotta schedule something down there. Um, I know you got yeah, some let's get, dates, it, get but, it on the calendar soon. Yep, so we can move done. this plan
1: around it and, you know, and just said when the best time was, you know,
2: I know uh, that's my favorite time to be there.
1: <laughs> I've got some dates hanging there, you know, okay, okay. got, got your name on there, you know, Mark, I'm coming. I'm, just, <laughs> I'm, I'm there. I'm, I'm there. You know, Let's do
0: it. We're, yeah. we're definitely coming.
1: Bring that fancy new Vexus with you.
0: Might have to, uh, hate to tow that thing through Chicago, but I, I've done worse things. So
1: yeah, nobody even, I don't think anybody likes to drive through Chicago. (laughs) Definitely
0: Definitely the the armpit of the Midwest.
1: The bad thing I'm fishing that boat. I'll probably have to have one. That's the only bad thing. (laughs) I I mean, I absolutely love my, my six twenty one. I, you know, I haven't had the opportunity. I've got one client that fishes with me a lot. Um, and he has one and, uh, He'll come fish, and then he fishes a couple days, and, and we've become pretty good friends. And we we keep saying we're going to jump, you know, swap boats, and we don't. And sure. And hopefully, I've, I've been dying to, because I've heard nothing but good things. I mean, it's just, I mean, the ranger guys building what they build, you know?
0: Yep. Right. Absolutely. It'll be fun. I'm curious to see. But, uh, yeah, so, you know, fall tactics. What, what kind of shifts for you in the fall, uh, as opposed to the summer, like technique-wise? or
1: Speed uh, and cadence, you know, a little bit, you know? I mean, yeah. I mean typically you know, slow things down. Um, and that sometimes can be tough too, you know, um, you know, trying to really figure out, you know, um, you know, how slow is too slow. So I'll, you know, I'll give a little something different that we did this year. So, um, my one buddy, uh, John, he, uh, he fell in love with the Navins sure. and, um, uh, and I know like, you know, times that you've come and I know you're a dive and rise guy and we've thrown some of your stuff and they've never, I mean, they look awesome, but, you know, but St. Clair, yeah you know, it's kind of funny. It's, you know, it's a rubber, it's bucktails, it's rubber, you know what I mean? It's rubber. Don't, you don't have to deviate from what works. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, we did really well on Evans this year. What mm-hmm.
2: size 10?
1: Well, Twelve. 12, the in big the one fall. Okay. Wow. in the That's fall. Cool. And, um, how much
2: weight were you putting on them?
1: Um, keeping it pretty, pretty, you know, going and it was, it was weighted pretty good. Okay. Uh, you know, and again, and that's where I, you know, I keep telling my buddy, John, I said, I want to, I, and I meant to, when we were in Chicago to, to talk to Leah and you guys about that a little bit more because sure. I, I meant to tell you that. Cause I mean, that was, you know, it was one of those things he, my buddy, John always loves to, yeah, he that's... started casting before me. So he, 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 you know, and he's fished a lot of good bodies of water. He's fished with some great people. And he's a, he's a pretty good guy, he just you know he kids things get in the way, yep. and you know finally he's getting back into the sport again, and you know it's changed a little, little on him, but he loves going to some of the things that you know and of course you know he, we're always rubber right you know, and he puts it on a kind of right you yeah you know right. <laughs> and all of a sudden you know I see him just hunkered I feel the boat move because he sets the hook and he's putting a 50 incher in the, and then, you know <laughs> that's very'm cool. like good guy so you
0: know? what kind of cadence and depth do you think that would you
1: say on the bait? I mean, we were fishing relatively shallow. We were in at, you know, eight to ten, eight. you know, kinda of in the bay. And, you know, I mean, he had it weighted. So I mean I'm thinking we were down a few feet. And again, you know, that's that's the only downfall of the St. Clair and muskie fishing. We you know, there's only so many baits, you know, where, you know, the guys that fish, you know, you guys, you fish a lot of different waters. You know, if you don't have yeah. this, you don't got this bait, you don't got a topwater boat, but you don't have a this a flap that you know what I mean if you don't have those arsenals down you're missing windows you know and St. Clair you know we just don't we're simple right and yeah. um you know so I that's something I got to figure out you know and it's definitely um talking with Vince and stuff like that you know with chaos you know our yeah. dad's definitely going to be I think it's a game changer I think it's something I'm that's missing something, something that's going to do uh you know things change right they we, are
2: getting smarter I, I, they have to be getting right. smarter i mean they're Absolutely. seeing baits they're seeing baits now um yeah if there's less fish too i mean who knows
1: yeah and uh yeah he did really good on that i mean i think he you know 10 fish or so on that he's you gonna know. how fast
0: gonna, was he kind of fishing it
1: not not too bad you know i mean just, just a good
2: medium medium speed you know
1: he wasn't yep. crank, wasn't cranking it by any means you know and um
2: is he gonna punch you for telling us this no,
0: nah, I, I don't think so. I, he, he won't Nobody's raise. gonna do it anyway. No, right.
1: they're gonna keep throwing Robert. Yeah, yeah. Not, too many, not too many people like to punch me, so because no. they know no. I, <laughs> I punch back. So yeah, that's you true. Know, know man, you know, know what I mean? They might <laughs> talk crap about me, but you know, and, you know, I'm such a bad person. You know, sometimes <laughs> I'm mean. I'm tough to get along with. You know, so it's tough to get along with. <laughs> but <laughs> that's
2: funny. Yeah,
1: you no, know, well,
2: that, that's interesting though. That's but, cool. Yeah. I,
1: he stocked up at Chicago, I mean, he, and he was, uh, he had him and Vince were talking in colors and a few things because it was a sure. show color that was super hot and, you know, but, uh, cool. yeah, I'm looking forward. You know, and that's the fun thing about muskie, trying new things, you know. I mean, I've, how many times on some of the new baits, you know, you know, that you guys, I love, you know. I mean, look at that horseshoe.
2: Yeah. Look no, at that, that day, thing that day we were
1: out. That thing was money. Nothing right. else threw anything remotely close to it. Wouldn't By far it. the
2: best yeah. action. Yeah, but I and mean, just, and we're on a community spot, you know, so. Yeah, right, you know. Yeah. Um,
1: but, I mean, we weren't even moving the fish that that that, that bait, you know what I mean? So, sure. I think, absolutely, I think these fish, you know, they see a lot of stuff. I mean, it's popular, mm-hmm. you know. Um And one thing I think, talking with a couple of my, you know, my big boat troller guys, you know, and I noticed, um you know we talk numbers and you know we talked to lake and the health and you know how you did how you know and at the end of the season everybody tells everything and you know during the season you might yeah, you know not tell too much you know and it's a new season but um the one thing I've noticed too is you know like I think you know one of the guys asked me he's like you know how are you you know you're getting some pretty good numbers and you're getting some big fish and you're casting I'm out running 12 rods And I'm not doing what I used to do. What, you know, what are you doing? And, and I think too, is, you know, some of the areas, you know, I mean, I think where we're casting, where we're really working an area that's holding some fish versus maybe, you know, sometimes trolling, you know, you fish, you get that fish, but then the time you get turned around or you get the back in the the groove and come back in line, you're not hitting the spot the same or as close or, you know, or they're just, you know, maybe more condensed versus, you know, they're, you know, out and roaming. You, know, so. you
0: could definitely work a school of fish a lot better casting, you know, where you could stay on that thing.
1: And how many times, you know, I mean, it's once you that window opens up or that spot opens up, and it's like bang bang, you know, fish bing, fish, bing. you know, you know, you seen yep. one, I seen one, or you know, a client, it's you a know, pod. what I mean, I got one, I lost one, you know, and it happens, you know, simultaneously, you know, a lot it's, of times, yeah, you know, like that double we had. God, that couldn't have been more. No. <laughs> more at the same exact second than. I mean, we've all caught them and yep. netted them with the fish in there, and that's not a double. But that, don't, you know, that cast was that, it. Yeah. That, that was, was a double as double. Which, which <laughs> way do you go
2: with the net? Which, <laughs> which one am I <laughs> getting <laughs> first? Yeah. Who's bigger? They're about the right. same. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty cool. Yeah. Amazing.
0: They're always have amazing things basically happen uh, with you guys out there. Mark, you've, you know, just been. Instrumental in teaching us about that body of water and how much fun it can be and how different it is from other places and you know we can't thank you enough for your hospitality. That's no, uh, you guys. Uh, you know we us. always
1: have a good time and that's you know and it was kind of funny. You know, I mean, I met you guys through Mike and you know, I mean, Mike. Honestly, I mean, he he put me under his wing and you know got me casting and you know yeah. and the funny thing about that whole thing, you know, his his grandfather, you know ultimately really kind of got me into the trolling game and taught me how to troll, you know, and that, and that's, you know, it was always so cool. And, you know, first and you know, and then doing tournaments and watching me do good and, you know, and, um, you know, and then with Mike, you know, putting me under his wing and, you know, get me in the game and, and then, you know, you know, we fish, you know, him and I, it's awesome. That's what it's supposed to be. You're supposed to have fun and laugh and maybe cry and, yeah, all know, part but, of it, absolutely. But yeah, he's really got me, got me kicked into this illness. I always thank him, you know. I'm like, man, I thought I was done, you know, kind of slowed down with this, yeah. and now, man, I, I am worse than I've ever been, man. <laughs> that's awesome. Can't stop buying musky stuff.
2: well that's how it rolls. <laughs> <laughs> could be worse, you know. Right. You know,
0: i I think might be a cool video to do maybe next time or something. We could. uh Um, Just kind of reminisce on some of the crazy, insane bites we've had with you guys out there. And we could just kind of talk through the story of what was happening and what the bite was. And, you know, from the doubleheader to uh, 41 bites to when we decided to bring topwaters out on the Lake Mm -hmm. St. Clair.
1: And,
0: And just things like that. I mean, we could honestly do a whole video just highlighting those yeah. uh, days that incredible we've
2: incredible moments. Guys. Yeah, yeah, incredible we have to moments.
1: get we have to get Mike. He's the kids have been keeping him. He's big into hockey. His son's yeah. His yeah. son's at that age, you know. And we we got to fish. Uh, we didn't get fish as much last year, you know. But that would be good. Get him. Get you know. Get the gang back together yeah. and just have some yeah. fun. And you know, I'm sure he'll bring his tighty tight shorts and. <laughs> <laughs> Green smugglers yeah. and then you know on a couple of uh what's those drinks, those bangs, and he'll be yep. good to... <laughs> he's ready to rock, <laughs> he always picks up wherever you know he he leaves yeah. off you know we're getting he he did the we did the Bondi bash tournament, uh me him and Malo, sure, and we had just a ball <laughs>
2: I can only imagine uh,
1: that's awesome, oh,
2: um
0: cool, I don't know oh, anything I... more you wanna add to I the conversation anything you, think, you know uh, you
1: know how we go we can laugh and giggle all we could keep this going for hours you know how we do on the boat sure. you know? oh yeah you know but uh no i mean it's just uh I think that,
2: that, that's good yeah we're at hour 10 or so so that yeah. was awesome no, i mean
1: i i you know Miss you guys. Can't wait to fish with really you. Always know. have so much fun. And this weekend coming up for us, I'm actually headed out in the morning to uh, Pennsylvania for the uh, Oh, you Pennsylvania Muskie Max. Yeah, nice. I'm going to work in the nice. chaos booth. Brian's cool. going to be there. Nate's going to be there. Vince and uh, yeah. Trevor and the crew. Awesome. So, yeah, that'll be awesome. That's awesome.
2: That'll be a fun show. Um, Probably busy.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> that'll that, be a good one. Musky Max. Those guys, it's funny. They, they come. You know, some shows, every show's got its own little flavor to it that I've kind yeah. of found out, you know, as I do more and more with the, with everybody. But the Muskie Max folks, then when they hit the doors, they come to buy. They know what they want, and they're grabbing, yep. you know. And it's uh, usually It's the not first like they
2: have retail stores over there, so.
1: Yeah, I don't think, yeah, like, I mean, like Wisconsin, you guys, you guys have them on every corner, right? Muskie shops. <laughs> kind of, right. <laughs> Just like <Yeah>. bars, right? <laughs> There's <laughs> that, <know>? too. <laughs> you know, you think we'd have one here. We're, we're starting to. That's uh,
2: insane to me. There's not. You guys don't really have much of a retail selection. Well, we got some, there. something
1: in the works that cool. um, I want to, you know, offline, you know, we're talking with you guys. Yeah. we got a big shop to the north on the river. Um, new new guy. He's, he's carrying a lot of musky stuff. Um, great, great great dude. I met him um, at one of the fishing shows and we got talking and some things we want to do maybe. And uh, sure. Maybe we can help, uh, you know, your guys a specialty in the YouTube. Yeah. You know, we can. Um, like I said, we'll talk offline. Maybe we can yeah, do something that'll be absolutely. kind of special. Maybe when you guys come out, you know, maybe if we can get it all the, you know, stars and the moons aligned. But uh, sure. yeah, definitely motivated. Wants to uh wants to hike, highlight and showcase. You know, some of the musky stuff. You know, here it's just crazy. Guys, don't um you know the bait shops don't really. You it's know, a you big don't...
0: investment. In and yeah. how how do you yeah. decide what to order? And what you to know, and on online there. and
1: stuff. You know, it's tough, but. I think honestly, you know, the staples, you know, the guys if you keep the staples, the stuff that works here, you know, so many times guys come, you know, and fish a day with me and then they plan to fish two, three days, you know, in their boat, you know, and uh and like, okay, where can I get that twenty twenty? I'm like, well you can't, you know, or where can you get the shock Where can you get the shock and all
2: the Medusas? Right all the the Poseidons. No, that'd be great. No, absolutely. Cool. Well, I think this wraps her up, Mark. Thanks, brother.
1: Thanks, Uh, that was good. That was fun.
2: Educational, good story. Yeah,
1: good to uh, good to talk muskies. Yeah, and, uh, absolutely. Have uh, you guys have uh, good rest of the season. You can yeah. shovel out of that snow. Well, you I mean, when I... you get back from your vacation, it'll uh, we'll all be gone,
2: huh? Yeah, probably not. <laughs> Last year is May fourth for the ice off, so
1: May fourth. Yes. I will be no in a t shirt or a hoodie. Yeah, I walleyes. So stupid, thinking but... of not thinking of ice fishing, that's uh, for sure.
2: Yeah, not good. But, uh, guys, thank you so much for watching. Um, if you want to get out with Mark this year, we'll leave all of his information in the description below. Um, always a good time with them. But uh, if you guys don't watch us on YouTube, you can also find our podcast on Spotify, Apple, and uh, Podbean. So you can check that out there, uh, listen to it, and whatnot if you don't want to just watch the screen. So you can always uh, do that. But uh, I think that's about it.
0: Yeah, thank you so much, Mark. Really appreciate all your time and and uh, investment into uh, us and taking us out there. We've just always had an amazing time with you. For those of you that have not fished St. Clair, um, this this is your man to get out with. So uh, the books fill quick. So make sure you give Mark a little jingle on the social or whatever, and sure. uh, and get to get a couple of days locked in with Mark because he will he knows where they live and you're gonna have a great time. That's the guarantee. So. Um, other than that, uh, looking forward to Minnesota Muskie Expo. I'll be out there 10, 11, 12. and uh, Mark. Yeah, let's put something in the books. Let's. Uh, we're gonna come out in August and we're gonna come beat up on your fish. I'll see All you. Right, I'm gonna shoot you a
1: couple of dates, and you guys, <laughs> you guys, give me the thumbs up, and we'll lock it in. Cool. Awesome. All right.
2: Appreciate it, Mark. All right. See you guys. All right. See ya. <laughs>